Boom. What is going on, everybody? This is host Sergi Senta of the Fight Podcast. And I'm sure by this point in time, all of us have already heard the news. August 6th fight between Jake Paul and Asim Rahman Jr. is no longer happening. So the thing about it is, and you're hearing things going back and forth, both teams have had the opportunity to speak, and everybody's going out there and saying, whose fault is it? Why is this fight actually not happening? So I did a little research for you guys. I took some notes, and we're going to go ahead and break it down and actually find out exactly whose fault is it, why we are not having Jake Paul versus Rahman Jr. So this fight, again, as we all know, was, you know, it came out after the fallout of Jake Paul versus uh, Tommy Fury. That didn't happen for whatever reason that was. This fight didn't happen, unfortunately, because what they're saying is that Rahman Jr. wasn't able to achieve the weight that he was contracted to find. So, again, he was contracted to fight at 205 pounds. All right. And usually people, when that when that happens, you end up, you know, weighing in that day. He, on the other hand, was already contracted to go out there and actually essentially weigh in twice. But here was the catch. And this is something that, again, I've been following combat sports for a long time. You never really see. Rahman Jr. was after the contract was already signed, went out there and had to go out. The commission came by and week after week after week. They continue to test his weight. They test his weight a week out, two weeks out, and so on and so forth. I've never heard a commission doing that specifically for a fighter. Now, if you don't know this already, most times when people are actually cutting weight and stuff, it, it, most fighters, you know, take the last week or so to go out there and cut that weight. Rahman wasn't allotted that. So let's talk about what actually went down. Rahman never pulled out of the fight. He and, he and his team never called up and said, yo, we don't want to do this. They were willing to fight at five for $5,000, which was the minimum. They were told that each pound that he is over 200, 200 pounds, essentially when it's happening is that he gets fined 25% of his purse. After four pounds, he will fight for the minimum five $5,000. He said he was ready to go out there and do that. The other thing is this, and I had to say this because I feel like a lot, not enough people are talking about it. Rahman Jr.'s team, when the fight was proposed to him, was one of those take-it-or-leave-it offers. You have to fight here at this weight, and if it doesn't happen, this fight ain't happening. Look, Rahman Jr. wants the opportunity. He just came off his first loss in his career, so he bit at the opportunity. So I will admit, at the end of the day, if they said you have to fight at 205 pounds, that's what he should have came in at. But here's the thing, right? He had He didn't have an opportunity to weigh in. And I've never heard it where they do it over and over again. Also, they gave him a deadline and they canceled a prior fight prior to the deadline. That's also something I think isn't right. You go through it again. And it's interesting because you heard Sugar, you know, uh, not Sugar Sean, I'm sorry, uh, Sean Porter on the Porterway show actually was one of his interviews, went out there and said that he believed that if things weren't going the way that Jake Paul wanted to, they would end up playing with stuff, messing with things. And at the end of the day, they'd end up cutting the fight. Unfortunately, that's what it seems happened. Sean Porter looks like the mystic one because he went out there and called it to a T. So Jake Paul's going out there throwing, you know, Hasim Rahman Jr. under the bus. And at the end of the day, in my opinion, I have to say, I think this is more Jake Paul than anything. He and his team, if you guys are really talking about it, be about it. You said you guys contracted it. If he didn't make weight, he'd fight for the minimum $5,000. Fight for that minimum then and prove that you are the better guy. He wasn't able to do that. He's not proven that he wants to do that as well. Another thing is this. 
why, if you wanted to fight at 200 pounds, did you choose an opponent that in April fought at 226 pounds? It took him a full camp to get there, and now he's not a lot to, allotted to do that again. Doesn't make sense to me. Look, man, we have other dudes out there that could have competed. There are other cruiserweights that could have made the weight. You have people like Chris Eubank Jr. calling for the fight because he's waiting for his fights. There are other people that could have taken that slot or could have been asked originally, but I don't think they had the social media presence that Jake wanted, and he's still, in my opinion, not wanting all of the smoke. So, in conclusion, I have to say this. Whose fault is it? Look, Rob Mine, at the end of the day, you did go out there and you did sign the contract. But, and this is a big but, Jake Paul and his team held all the cards. Jake Paul and his team are the ones that ended up essentially canceling this fight. And because of that, I have to say this. If anybody is to blame for this fight on August 6th falling through, it has to be Jake Paul and his team. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, make sure you follow the Fight Podcast everywhere. Podcasting is available. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Like, share, subscribe. Peace out.